welcome to this week's episode of Everything Under the Sun, a weekly podcast answering all the most pressing questions children around the world have about life on Earth. Our first question comes from Maya, who lives in Singapore, but I met her on holiday in Thailand last Christmas. I was there in a hotel in Thailand running lots of Everything Under the Sun events out of their kids' club, including a quiz night which Maya came to and a live podcast recording which you can hear a couple of episodes back called Como, Pointyamu, Everything Under the Sun. While Maya asked me lots of questions when we met in Thailand, here is a great one that she asked over to Maya. Eight years old. My question is, can people mind read? Hi Maya, thanks for such a great question. Don't you sometimes wish you could hear other people's thoughts and read their mind? That way you could understand them better. It would be so interesting to hear what people are really thinking about, if they're the kind of person that doesn't always say what they mean. Or if, like your brother, which I know you've got, has hidden your chocolates or sweets or something, you could find out where he hid them. Well, since I don't have the answer to this question, I thought I'd ask a person who is known for being the best mind reader in the world. His name is Darren Brown. Darren Brown is an amazing performer who uses all kinds of tricks of the mind and hypnosis and illusions to make people say and think and do all sorts of things almost like mind control. Well, Darren, therefore, is the perfect person to answer your question about mind reading. Over to Darren. Oh, that's a really good question. Okay, well, I suppose no, like in the sense of having a magical superpower. Well, no, not really. But we are very good at mind reading, just in like an ordinary, everyday way, right? If you think about it. Like when we know that something's wrong with somebody, like if we know a friend is unhappy, though they're pretending to be happy, or if they're lying, it's like there's just something in the air. And it might be hard for us to say how we know those things. Something I see often with adults, like they have a conversation and then at the end of the conversation, there's a thing where they all sort of get at the same time that the conversation's finished and they're all going to get up and go. And there's somebody will go, right, okay, see you next week, or time to be going, or I better get back, or whatever it is. And it's something like everyone's picked up on in the air at the same time. So what's going on there? And I suppose what's happening with that, which is everyday mind reading that we're very good at, is that we pick up on tiny cues, like little bits of body language or something in the rhythm of how people have been talking, um, that tells us what's really going on. Like, for example, if the body language doesn't match what the person's saying, then... Maybe they're lying, for example. Um, so we're giving things away about what we really feel. But then in other ways, we're also really bad at that kind of mind reading. Like, for example, when we read too much into something. So if you send someone a message and then they don't respond, we're sure it means something bad. Whereas we do it all the time. You know, it would take a while to respond to someone's message and might be a number of reasons for it. It doesn't mean we hate them. Uh, so I think to be the best mind readers, the trick is to kind of get all our own stuff out of the way and try and really pay attention to people and to imagine what it's like to be them from the inside out, what makes them happy and gives their life meaning, because everyone's as interesting and deep as we are ourselves. And then that makes us better judges 
of what they are thinking and feeling and helps us to be better friends, even if we can't really read their minds. Thanks so much, Darren, for your brilliant answer about mind reading. How wonderful that, in a way, we're all everyday mind readers. If you really pay attention to people, you can, in a way, read their mind. And thank you, Maya, for the great question. Now, since Darren was telling us about how we can use everyday mind reading to be better friends, our next question is a very thoughtful one about friendship. It comes from Fabiola. Over to Fabiola. Hi, Molly. My name is Fabiola and I'm nine. I live in Indonesia. My question is, have you ever lost a best friend? If you have, how did you feel? Thank you. Hi, Fabiola. Thanks for this brilliant question, which is very important because it affects us all. I think most of us at some point will lose a best friend, and I think it feels really sad. Someone you've shared lots of fun and maybe also difficult times with not being in your life anymore is a loss. And for a while, you'll probably sometimes wish you could be best friends with them again. And maybe you will. If you aren't best friends anymore, then it's likely there's a reason. Probably you both experienced a little bit more life and started to find other friends you like spending time with and other things you like to do that the other doesn't enjoy so much. Or maybe your so-called best friend did something unkind that hurt your feelings and you don't feel like being best friends with them anymore because you don't trust them so much. Well, that is okay and even though it's sad, it does happen. I think it helps to realise that it's something everyone goes through and doesn't have to be a thing to be sad about for too long. It can really be that actually you're becoming more yourself and moving off in new directions. And even though that person will be a special part of your life forever in your memories, you can just keep the good memories and move on. It's okay to leave some people in the past or just for a little while and come back later when you might have more things in common or you might like hanging out with them again. It's totally normal for things to change. Most importantly, it's really good to have lots of different kinds of friends rather than just one best friend. If you want to, of course you do whatever you like. But I like having lots of different kinds of friends because each friend can show you different things about life and about yourself. You can learn so much from other people, so that's why I like getting to know lots of different kinds of people who are up to all kinds of things. That way, I can find out lots of fun things about life. Of course, you'll always have friends you're closer to than others, but all kinds of friendships are great. Like Darren said, sometimes trying to mind read can be useful, but sometimes we can get it very wrong and send ourselves into all kinds of silly thoughts, thinking things that just aren't true. And we think we know what someone else is thinking when they don't. So if you've lost a best friend, you could always try talking to them properly if you want to, to find out what's happened. That could help. In any case, if you've lost a best friend and you don't know why, there could be loads of reasons that have nothing to do with you. Your friend might be going through something difficult at home and not know how to talk about it. Anything could be going on. The best thing that anyone can ever do is to treat everyone with kindness and hope to be treated the same way. Sometimes people make mistakes and friendships can be under strain. 
just try and understand your friend and forgive them for what happened. And if you don't end up being best friends again, it will help you to feel less sad and frustrated. If you were the one who made the mistake, then just apologise and forgive yourself and hopefully your friend will get over it too. There are lots and lots of reasons why you might lose a best friend and it's almost always a bit sad, but you have to trust that everything will be okay and that you can always find new and different friends. Another way that someone can lose a friend is if their friend sadly passes away or dies. Well, that is obviously incredibly difficult and having a best friend who dies will always be the most sad thing, no matter how much older you get. It will still be very sad when something like that happens and you'll always think of your friend even when you're all grown up. The emotions you feel when something like that happens are called grief and they're so confusing and it's best to try to talk to an adult you trust or a teacher about that so they can help you with your feelings. I've also written a lot about what to do when this happens in my book Everything Under the Sun. If you look it up then the question is answered on November the 22nd. I'm going into all kinds of reasons now because I don't quite know what's happened, Fabiola, but I'm trying to answer your question in all kinds of ways. It could be that you've lost a best friend because they've moved away or you've moved to a different school. Well, you never know. Later in life, Later in life, you might live near each other again. So you can always try and stay in touch by sending letters or videos with your grown-ups phone to each other, share your favourite songs or episodes of the podcast as a way to stay in touch. Just remember, friendships do change through life and it happens to everyone. And hopefully you'll always have new friends to fill the places of old ones that for whatever reason might fall away as life happens. I hope that helps, Fabiola, and thank you for sending in your question. It's a very thoughtful one, and it's very interesting to think about friendships and people we love and how things change. Now, our next question is also about people, and it comes from Kim. Over to Kim. My name's Kia. My, um, my age is five. I like football, rugby and cricket, and... I live in Cheshire, and my question is, how many humans are on the world? Hi, Molly. Bye, Molly. Well, what a good question. Every second, all around the world, new babies are being born. So the answer is always changing in every moment. Our global population is growing more quickly than ever before. So when Lily asked me this question back in January 2021, the answer was different to what it is now. Last time in 2021, on the 8th of January, there were 7,837,195,980 people in the world. I found that out on a website called worldometers.info. You can have a look and you can see the number of people alive on Earth right now go up and up and up. So today, on the 3rd of May, the day I'm recording this podcast in 2023, there are 8,030,985,110 people in the world. Wow. That is a huge difference. Nearly two and a half years later, 
there are 193,789,130 more people in the world. That is a lot more people. So, interestingly, yes, we're now over 8 billion people in the world. And did you know that even though it's impossible to know exactly who was the 8th billionth person born on Earth, there's a little girl who people have chosen to represent that 8th billionth person. She lives in the Philippines. Her name is Venice Mabansag and she was born in Manila, which is the capital city of the Philippines. I hope you're doing well if you ever get to listen to this, Venice. <laughs> Good luck being the 8th billionth person in the world. Pretty cool. What's more, according to the UN, there are about 385,000 babies born every day across the world. That's a lot of babies. 16,042 babies every hour, 267 babies every minute, and four and a half babies every second. Four and a half babies. Four and a half babies. Four and a half babies. Whoa, that's a lot of babies. Even though there are lots of people on the earth, our world population is actually growing more slowly than since 1950. We think it's going to be around 15 years until our world population reaches 9 billion people, even though it only took 11 years for our population to grow from 7 to 8 billion. India and China have been the countries with the largest populations for a long time. And although China always had more people in it than India, just this week, India's population is expected to have overtaken China's. Both countries have over 1.4 billion people living in them. But now we think India has got 3 million more people than China. A lot of numbers. They're really big numbers we're talking about, aren't they? And the good thing about there being so many people in the world is that there are loads of people to meet and become friends with. So, if you've lost a best friend, like we talked about before, it's always good to know you can find another different and amazing friend. There must be lots out there out of those 8 billion people. The mind-boggling thing about there being so many people in the world is that every single one of us is completely different. I hope that answers your question and thank you for sending it in. Right, that's it for this week. Wishing you all a very lovely week. A huge thank you to the amazing Darren Brown, hypnotist and illusionist, for coming on to Everything Under the Sun today to tell us about mind reading. And a big thank you to Maya, Fabiola and Kia for this week's questions. If you have a question, just get a grown-up to lend you their phone and record yourself with a video or audio saying your name, your country, a few things about yourself and ask me your question and send it in to me at molly at everythingundersun.co.uk If you send me a video, we'll put it on our Instagram at everythingundersunpod And make sure to get a copy of my book, Everything Under the Sun A curious question for every day of the year It's out in Spanish, Catalan, German, Dutch, Russian It's out in China, Taiwan and soon to be Vietnam So there's lots going on and lots of languages you can read Everything Under the Sun in I hope you have a wonderful week filled with friendship and good chats and maybe even some mind reading. 
I'll be back next week answering more curious questions from children around the world in another episode of Everything Under the Sun. Thank you and goodbye.